My name is Kayla Vance. I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor located in Dublin, Ohio. And I wanted to take a few minutes to introduce myself and wait for some people to join us today and uh, hear, hear what I have to say about my journey and where I've kind of been, how I got here today, and really get us started on the, the path with this podcast. And I'm hoping to reach a lot of people and maybe learn some new things from others as well as myself and share information about therapy and grief as those are my... Um, specialties, excuse me, trauma and grief as those are my specialties. Um, so today is really special. Uh, if you aren't aware, today, August 30th is National Grief Awareness Day. And so I thought no better time than today to share with you uh, about grief and why I am here. So uh, like I said, my name is Kayla and I have been a therapist now for 10 years to this year marks the 10th year that uh, I've had a license as a therapist. Uh, but my journey into therapy started a long time ago. Um, so my grief journey started when I was seven years old. My mom had uh, struggled with cancer and she died when I was seven. And I have two younger siblings, so they were five and two when she died. And uh, from that time on, I had always wanted to be in a helping profession and I wanted to um, you know, save people like my mom is how that journey started. So I originally wanted to be an oncologist and uh, went to school, took science classes, did really well until college and science became really hard. And um, now I have a much better understanding of science, but then it was really difficult. So um, I changed my major and I majored in health education. And when I graduated, I still felt like I wanted to educate about grief and uh, childhood grief specifically. And it took about a year. And um, unfortunately, another tragic loss happened in our family. And uh, I had a cousin die uh, tragically and unexpectedly. And uh, from that moment on, that's when I decided that I wanted to go into counseling. I wanted to help people uh, like my family who were going through the grief process and how to manage that and uh, what to do. So went to grad school, graduated, and here I am today. So I opened my private practice a little over a year ago, and I have been focusing on trauma and grief with children, adults, um, and I'm wanting to expand and talk a little bit more about that. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit more about that journey that I had with grief and uh, where I see this going in the future. So um, like I said, my journey with grief started when I was seven and um, you know, there are lots of memories, lots of experiences that uh, I've had over the years and looking back to when I was seven, yes, it was, very hard, it was sad. There were many moments um, that I can recall that were difficult. There are also many moments that I can recall that were very happy and very great. And I do 
know um, and did have many great uh, leaders and adults in my life that helped myself and my siblings cope with the loss of my mom. And I'm really grateful for those moments and for those experiences that they had. And one of the best things that I think my family was able to do, and I don't know whose idea that was, um, I don't know if it was you know, came from my mom, if it came from maybe a program that she had been in, you know, when she was in hospice, when they knew that she was dying. Um, you know, I've never gotten the answer to that, but she prepared for her death by helping us, her children, um, be able to still remember her. Um, and so, you know, talking about this, I talk about this with other people and other people know this, but, um, right. Even talking about this with you and, uh, in this way, um, may bring up emotions for me because this is a new experience and sharing things in a different way. But, um, you know, one of the things that my mom did for us was she wrote us birthday cards, celebration cards, um, holiday cards for uh, several years uh, after for after she was going to be gone. So what I mean by that is I was seven. So I had a birthday card for when I was eight and nine and 10. Um, and then they started to get less and I don't recall, I haven't gone back and looked at those specifically uh, recently, uh, but then it was big birthdays, 13, 16, 18. Um, and I think 18 was my last birthday card. Um, I think I had a graduation card and there weren't any more. Um, I believe from what I'm told about that time is that she, um, was getting very sick and very tired and unable to write more cards. She had the intention to write more cards, you know, wedding and maybe other big celebrations, but, um, you know, wasn't able to. Uh, so those cards were things that, you know, I always looked forward to on a birthday and, um, on occasion, I will pull those out and I will look at them and I will read them. Um, and just, that I had those and that I know that, you know, my mom was thinking about me and that, you know, in grief, we have, you know, anticipatory grief. And so not only were, were we as children anticipating her death in those moments, um, she was also anticipating her death and her not being there for us as we grew up and her going to miss out on the experiences that that we've had. And so as I go through life, you know, I miss her every day and I think about how, you know, I want her to be there, but I have mementos and I have things of hers that I was able to, see, carry with me um, throughout my life and different things that bring me comfort. Um, you know, so like this necklace is one of them um, actually, this is a new necklace, but made with uh, pieces of her jewelry. Um, and this is a necklace that my brother had made for my sister and I that have our birthstone and um, a diamond stone from my mom's uh, mother's ring. And uh, I believe, uh, I think that's it. And so he had these made from those because he was able to use some of the stones from those for his um, engagement ring. Um, to his wife. So we were able to take things from her that were special um, because they were hers and we were able to incorporate them into 
our lives and in ways that were special for us. So, you know, this is something that I wear um, after he gave it to me. Before this, I had another necklace that I would wear all the time from the time it was given to me um, and would rarely take it off. And um, you know, these are the stories of those mementos, even, um, you know, a necklace that um, when it was broken was very sad. It was, you know, traumatic in itself for me if it broke. Um, and my husband has had it fixed on numerous occasions because I didn't want it changed. I didn't want the chain changed. I didn't want the clasp changed. I don't want anything changed about it. I just wanted it fixed. Um, now everybody has a different grief journey and a different grief experience. Um, for some people, maybe that wouldn't matter so much for me. It mattered at the time. Now, um, I might say like that doesn't matter so much as long as I know that it's hers and that the parts of, you know, hers are still there. Uh, that's what's meaningful. Um, some people may choose never to wear their loved one's jewelry or clothing because it's too special. Other people may choose to wear it and um, you take it with them everywhere, kind of like I have done. Uh, there, there's no right or wrong way to grieve. We all grieve differently. And that's what I hope to teach you and to learn in this podcast and in these, uh, in these talks is that we all learn and grieve differently. And, um, as a clinician, even, you know, I know a lot about grief as a grief therapist, but I'm still learning every day. I learn, I read books and I learn other ways of thinking about grief. I hear, uh, even my family members experiences, um, even through this process, I have um, talked to other family members briefly uh, about uh, their grief and um, things that they went through when the same family members died. Excuse me. Um, like when my mom died, you know, I know how I grieved, um, but I also don't know how I grieved. I've had my dad tell me the things that I would do that I don't remember. Uh, I know how I witnessed my siblings grief, but I don't know exactly their experience unless they've wanted to tell me about it. Um, you know, I recently learned things about my grandparents and the way they handled the death of their daughter, my mom, uh, how they handled that, what that experience was like for them and how they worked through that while also taking care of and watching their grandchildren, me and my siblings, uh, grow up and, um, you know, grieve the loss of their mom. So all of those things were all encompassed together. And those were things that, you know, I didn't pick up on and I didn't learn about when I was, um, little. And those are things that I'm able to recognize now. So, uh, grief is a journey. Um, and I hope that today on national grief awareness day, that you're able to understand that and you're able to share some of your experiences with me. I would love to hear about them and be able to share in your grief and remember your loved ones. Um, but it's also important to recognize on this grief awareness day that grief isn't always about the loss of a loved one or the death of a loved one. Grief can be experienced in many ways. It can be, um, you know, maybe the loss of a relationship, a divorce, a separation, a, a breakup. It could be a loss of a friendship from separation or just changes in who you are and we don't see eye to eye anymore and we don't agree. Um, it can be the loss of a job, moving, loss of a pet, 
um, again, from either death or separation or, you know, I need to give something up that I don't want to give up um, or even wanting, you know, wanting to do something. So, for example, it's the beginning of the school year right now and loss can be experienced at this time too. You can experience joy and loss at the same time. So, you know, I know a lot of teenagers that uh, are going off to college. College can be a wonderful, exciting experience, but it can also be a loss of childhood of, um, you know, I have to take on responsibility now. So I no longer have that freedom to do whatever I want because now I have to pay for things or I left a boyfriend or a girlfriend behind and now I'm in a different place and I can't see them as much or I've moved out of my house and I'm into in a dorm or I'm out of state. So many losses can also be experienced even in a wanted change, like going to college, for example, or moving for a job. I want this job. I wanna move here, but I also am gonna miss the things that I'm leaving behind. Those are losses and joys being experienced at the same time. And sometimes those things can be hard to manage and hard to deal with. So in talking about grief, we're not just talking about somebody or something dying. It's also just missing or change um, can be a loss in and of itself. So uh, I hope that you um, want to join me as we explore trauma and grief and other mental health topics. And I can't wait to share them with you. Thank you for joining me today and learning a little bit about me, where I've come from, how I've gone on this journey of grief and loss and trauma, and um, hopefully share those things with you and uh, we can learn and experience together. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me.